Welcome to episode 43 of Can't Stop Talking About Wrestling. Hello everyone, I'm Hector. I'm here with my tag team partners, Raymond and Mark. Hola. What's going on? Um, I guess you could say a lot and, and a little at the same time. Um, our last episode, we left it for the first time ever. We did a little bonus thing because the big surprise of who was going to come out. Um, by now, everyone should know it was The Rock. And he ended his promo with saying that maybe he should sit at the end of the table. And since then, the internet and everybody has gone crazy saying that that's going to be the main event for WrestleMania and what happens to Cody. And there's been different scenarios of what could happen. And there's been a whole bunch of what ifs and question marks and rumors. And it's just been a crazy weekend. But um, it's interesting. And we could all just come up with our own ideas and this, and all just be quiet and wait and see. But um, what did you guys think about it? Because we didn't get to talk everything about it in the bonus segment that we had. And I know it's been a week already. But um, your thoughts? So, me personally, I got goosebumps, right, when when he goes, should I sit at the head of the table? Uh, even watching it back a few days later, I still got those goosebumps. So, the anticipation is definitely there. Uh, the whole process of, it's going to be at WrestleMania, whatever the case is. I'm going to kind of do what you said earlier, just kind of shut up and enjoy it. <laughs> it may be at the Elimination Chamber, maybe at WrestleMania. We all know it's going to be a short stint. Um, there's other stuff that we could talk about afterwards that I read after. But I thought, I thought it was awesome. Well, we can stick with the Triple H segment, but um, Mark, what, what did you think about it? I know we talked briefly about it, but... Yeah, I mean, listen, The Rock went from... Again, the, a lot of people were talking about the promo itself, that it was cookie-cutter Rock. You know, insert crowd chant here, you know, a couple curse words here, different things. You know, the usual Rock, the Rock shtick. It was losing me a little bit at times, right. um, just because it just felt like it was dragging. Like I felt Jinder's up until the, the head of the table line. I thought Jinder's promo was actually better than The Rock. I mean, though people would disagree, but I, I thought it did better. I mean, granted, The Rock's one with the Iron Sheik was awesome. That was that was great, you know, because obviously Iron Sheik deserves so much respect, especially since he wanted to create the word jabroni because he didn't know how to say the word jobber. <laughs> Fun fact: I didn't know that. It's always why the word jabroni exists because Iron Sheik could literally not say the word jobber. So. When you look at The Rock's promo now, this is the first time he's ever addressed it. Yes. Period on WWE television regarding Roman Reigns out of the table. Anything to do with a possible match. And which we'll get into a little bit later, it didn't stop there. It actually, you know, the first question of Roman Reigns of Paul Hayden getting out of the Crown SmackDown was about The Rock. And now it's like, okay, this is more are we going to do this at the chamber or are we going to do this at mania? And then we come down to, if we do this at mania, what happens to Cody finishing the story or is Cody finishing the story later this year is what's going to happen? Or does Cody finish the story against someone that isn't, it isn't Reigns? Is it, is it Orton? There's so many things that we can go through, which we'll talk about in a bit later in the show, but the Rock's promo went from being a, all right, here we go, basic Rock beats up the the, the villain, blah, 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 to, oh, fuck, here we go. <laughs> well, yeah, I, 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 it just popped in my head that we should definitely save this whole Rock segment for the ending, because I think we could do a whole episode on it. But I just want to ask one question to, I guess, Raymond, because I, like I said, I was talking to you, Mark. Raymond, did you expect um, Rock's promo to go to the head of the table? Or do you think he was just going to do like a regular promo and leave? So me, um, I don't expect, you know, because, you know, we, I expected Rock versus Roman at WrestleMania 39 and that didn't happen. So for okay. me, when The Rock came in, uh, I think it was October, and he just came in and left, that's why I kind of expected. The bonus was when he said, head of the table, now it becomes official. Now I'm, that's when I get the goosebumps because I'm like, okay. Now it's official. Okay, yeah, because that whole promo segment, I liked it. The Rock showed up, but I had no idea. I wasn't expecting. I didn't have, like, oh, maybe this is the time he's going to say something. No. So I was totally shocked when he said anything about Head of the Table. But, um, okay, we'll, go, we'll, we'll definitely go back to that. Over the weekend, Matt Riddle had his first match since he left WWE for MLW. He fought Jacob Fatsu, and he got his win. Uh, it was a pretty good match. Um, it was free. 
So I watched it. Um, I expected, only because he had an interview saying that there was going to be a more serious, uh, tougher, meaner version of Matt Riddle. Um, not at this event. It was the same um, bro and fun guy and flying sandals. It was. It just looked like a little side project of WWE. Um, wasn't impressed. Mm. Yeah, I wasn't impressed. I was impressed with Jacob Fatu, the big Samoan guy. But um, Matt Riddle was just Matt Riddle. It wasn't nothing that anybody had to look for on YouTube, I don't think. But um, you know what the big story of that match was, though, right? What was it? Matt Stryker's commentary. I missed that. <laughs> I'm, so I'll let, I'll let you um, give it all the juicy parts. Go for it. So, Stryker, there's two views on this. Number one, people thought Stryker was going way too hard mentioning Riddle's past and how, you know, he shouldn't be there, blah, 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 blah. Um, you know, when Stryker went on Twitter and defended it, saying he's a heel commentator, that's what he's supposed to do, so to get a reaction, which means if you're reacting, it means you're doing good. Right. Which then, to somebody else, some female wrestling fan or whatever, basically put striker allegations saying that she, he put his pan, hand down her pants. Mm. Uh, I guess at an indie show or something. So now, um, yeah, Lord knows what's going to happen out of that, but it always seems like there's something between the Jericho stuff, which we'll talk about too a little later. Um, there's always something. So it just kind of snowballed and it went less talking about Riddle's match to more talking about the striker stuff. So. Gotcha. Yes. Maybe that's why I didn't so pay wait. attention to it. <laughs> so, I didn't watch it. Was this all said during the commentary, or was this like after the facts on the internet? What the the, the striker talk out Riddle's past, or whatever? It was during the match. Yeah. That, oh wow. He, he, but the the other stuff was done online. Right. But yeah. But um. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't really have it. I didn't. I didn't care for the commentary. Matter of fact, it was just all out there. I never watched uh, Major League Wrestling. I've heard things about it. Um. I've heard a lot of good good things about it, so I was like, okay, kind of excited about it. I got I put it on late, and I got to see maybe three matches, including or I say four matches. I was not impressed with anything, and I hate saying this because these are guys who are actually putting their bodies on the line. Uh, there was a lot of bloody matches, um, brutal matches, but it was very sloppy. A lot of the hits wasn't contacting. They you could, they were like maybe like two feet apart. Oh, wait, are you talking about AEW? I'm sorry. I'm no. <laughs> uh, you're so funny, Raymond. Raymond, I, I said this before. If, if if I could afford security, they would be walking you out the building right now. <laughs> your, your, your lack of, of wrestling is crazy. If it's not freaking mommy, it's just, I don't know. This is not Listen. All, all we're going to do is talk about mommy podcasts. Oh, there you go. That would be a great one. <laughs> I love that idea. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, um, yeah, I've heard a lot of great things about the talent in there, and I think I, I think it's far off from AEW NXT. It's it's not nowhere near, for me, a minor league wrestling, which that's what it should be called. But even that would be too much for them. And I'm sorry for being so harsh on the wrestling company and everybody. It just this I mean, week, it's an indie. You can't expect the the, the best. Yeah, I, well, I guess that's because, like I said, I listen to um different podcasts and I've heard good things about them. So, and I'm sure because of Matt Riddle being there, a lot of people said, hey, it's a free pay-per-view on a Saturday night. I got nothing to do. It's supposed to be a snowstorm. Let me watch it. And this was the time for these guys to perform. It was like, hey, there's going to be extra, more eyes on us. The, they were at the ECW arena, and it was sold out. Um, I don't know what the buy rate is or how, how many people watch it on pay-per-view. But there was more eyes on them now than ever. I including mine, and I did not like what I saw. I don't think I would be watching another show. But um, that's just my opinion. You'll probably talk to somebody else down the line. They'll probably say it was one, one of the greatest shows they've seen. But All right. I'll leave that alone. Uh, Kevin oh. Cross finally gets a push, and he's um, with AOP, which is a big thing that Mark's been waiting for. I think a lot of people have been waiting for. So um, thoughts on that? So I have a question on that, actually. <laughs> Who's in charge? Is it going to be carrying across, or is it going to be Paul Ellering pushing Carrion to be more fierce, you know, more fierce in the well, ring? This was my this was my um argument before. I was like, I don't understand why. It seems like there's two managers in the corner. 
when Cross is like always the guy with the mind and, and the plan and the promos talking and everything. So now it's kind of weird that you have these, you have Scarlet, you have Paul, like who's who's saying what, who's giving what directions, I don't know. Um, but Mark liked the idea of having all these brains together. So let's leave it up to Mark to explain to us what's going to happen. Thank you. This, this, is, this is my time to shine right here. <laughs> you know, this isn't the first stable that's had two managers. No, 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 wait, okay, two managers, fine, but the main brain was supposed to be Cross, like, this is Cross's crew, but now, now, you you asked me, you said the floor is mine, I say one word, or a couple words, I know, but you can't just say two managers, when, when, when the main person of this team is, is the one that's making the plans, so now you're trying to say Cross is, I can break this down for you appropriately, okay, so let's, let's start breaking it down, let's go back in time to different factions, all right? Let's think off the top of my head, Generation X, during the second, let's say second era, not the third where it was Shawn Michaels and Triple H, but the second era when you had Triple H, who was the mastermind, right? But you had China prior to Stephanie joining, and you had Tori, which was, you know, obviously post-China. You had multiple different people, and Vince was a part of the, a part of the group. At one point, McMahon-Helmsley era, there was different different groups within a group. So like how you have the authors of pain with Cross and Scarlet. Cross is the mastermind. They, they call it the final prayer. They call it something. Whatever they're going to call this. So Ellerling is the manager of authors of pain. Cross is the overall mastermind who's basically saying, giving the orders to Ellerling, who then gives the orders to AOP. It's like it's almost like hired guns. So Cross is the overall. This is his picture. This painting. It is his faction. But Scarlet is there, we all know, as eye candy. Scarlet is there just to have the hourglass. She's there to gyrate and make us wish that we were carrying cross. But she can't wrestle, though. But they just haven't used it that way. Cool. I mean, the only time you're putting her to wrestle is if you're going to end up doing, you know, carrying cross's group against LWO because you got Zelina Vega. Like, I mean, maybe Santos Escobar eventually gets a girl in there or. If, no. You know, you, you could do here too is Bobby Lashley the Street Profits. You throw Bianca Belair in there or Jade, and, and there there's your four on four. You, Who's that? Things you... Who's Jade? Ha 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 ha. No, I'm not saying she has she has to wrestle Scarlet. I'm just saying that she is she has wrestled in the past. They just never use that. And supposedly she was going to wrestle, and something happens for her breast implants or whatever. And then they just scratch that whole idea out. But yeah, just just saying that she can't wrestle if they need it. Crosses. So I like them so much. But anyway, um, <laughs> the overall picture, WWE's creating factions. We're going back almost to 1997 when it was faction heavy. Yep. Los Burgos, <laughs> Nation of Domination, who had multiple people in the talking role, like the Clarence Mason type and and um. Wolfie D and, um, oh my God, uh, well, PG-13 is Wolfie D and um, the other guy, oh my God, I can't remember the other guy's name off the top of my head. But you understand where, where I'm going. Yeah. Um, yeah, Ice, there you go, JC Ice. Uh, there was a lot of factions. Uh, Disciples of Apocalypse. WWE's going in that Ministry direction. of Darkness. What was that? <laughs> Ministry of Darkness. Ministry of Darkness is another one. There you go. I mean, that was, that was more 99, but, but you're, you're in the right form. <laughs> you're faction. So we need factions. Factions, damn it, in the words of Vince McMahon. Nowadays, we're getting a lot of trios. I think we're actually going to get trios titles, too. I, and I think, I would like by the that. way, just squash Chelsea Green. I think she just popped one, or t- one of her boobs. I just want to point that out. Um, for those that are watching Monday Night Raw or catching up on the Raw Raw. We, 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 ju- we just lost Raymond. Oh, well. Uh, I'm keep going. <laughs> so now we're going into new era of factions and I think we're going to get a version of the trios titles and that'll be at some point because we're getting a lot of factions. So this is the whole, and this is perfect for cross because now cross, you don't have to have him speak all the time. Ellerling can easily take on the speaking role and you want cross to speak cross can be the main guy. And you know what? Maybe you put him in the U S title picture after Logan Paul loses the title LA night and cross ends up being the one to beat LA night or something. You know, there's so many different ways you can go about this or even the tag team division. But AOP, uh, again, if you a Judgment Day, cross-brand, you know, warfare, it's certainly possible. There's a lot of different things to do here, but my, my thing is this is perfect for Cross. It takes him out of the the singles push that originally when he first came back, 
he was going after Reigns and McIntyre or whatever, and he kind of stumbled because they didn't really know what to do. Now you have something good where you can feud with the Street Profits and Lashley. You can feud with the LW. You can feud with a few things that get you through past Mania. And then once we get the post-Mania, like not the post-Mania blues, but like, you know, obviously we all know WrestleMania comes around. And then once Mania is over, everybody takes the foot off the gas. Yeah. And it's kind of like post for a few months. That's where they can put Cross and the other ones while everybody else is taking a break. You have it and take the forefront and going into Money in the Bank. Yo, you could have him Cross in the Money in the Bank match and make him a big favorite. You could have him set up for some big thing at SummerSlam with Judgment Day. I don't know what they can do, but point is it's a lot of options, and it's one of the best things to have for him. And AOP, as long as they're better in the ring than they were last time, they should be okay. Okay. Uh, I guess we'll move on from that. Um, Mark has proven his point of why they should have more than one mind in their corner. Um, as I predicted for the, the the triple threat that they had on SmackDown, it has turned into a four-way for the Royal Rumble. So Roman will have to defend his titles against LA Knight, Randy Orton, and AJ Styles. It's a perfect way to take the title off of Roman if you had to. Um, there's more rumors and gossip coming up that Roman is not losing the titles. And that's a whole story for itself. But um, we have a good four-way match. Um, some people say another rumor that's popping up, which I can't see this happening, but Roman's going to stack all three of them again like he did at Mania. And, I mean, that would just make them look bad. But um, any, any quick thoughts on that? So, I guess because I was reading online, maybe we'll discuss it later. But uh, that there was supposedly heat after SmackDown. There was an argument between Triple H and Roman. I'm not sure how true quote that is. Uh, it was all about the booking and the matches, and uh, I think how they're changing everything now for The Rock. Uh, I think that with the this whole process here, um, I lost my train of thought here. Mark, take over for a second. Listen, Raymond, we all know, I just want to point out, Raymond's just focused on mommy, and he, his mind just went... Well, mommy's on TV. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I was just going to say that. Raymond is like, like, Don, you know what, our truth should kick you out. <laughs> they just showed a picture of, of mommy, and I, I just heard him started stuttering, and I was like, that's it. We lost it. was going to happen. Yeah, I'll, we'll wait for that. We'll just scratch that whole story because I didn't hear nothing about that yet. And so let's just leave that story the way it is right there. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, if, if Mark, you have anything, or we can just move on from that. Move on. Yeah, move on. Okay. So, yes, Fatal 4-Way, Warrior Rumble. It's going to be a good match. We'll see what, what that leads to. Maybe The Rock interferes in that match, but um, we'll talk about The Rock later. Um, a name that has been coming up as a free agent is Camille. She uh, was in um, NWA, Women's Champion. She was uh, the side of Nick Aldis. And WWE, is uh, people in the backstage are expecting her to join soon, maybe at the Royal Rumble. But she is expected to be in WWE very soon. Um, from there, we have Tyler Bate, who is officially on the SmackDown roster. So there's no more of him. He, I mean, he could always pop up on NXT, but he's officially on SmackDown now. Uh, what else we have tonight? Main event of Raw. It is Cody Rhodes versus Nakamura, which Cody Rhodes has already been attacked backstage by Nakamura. So let's see if the story ends tonight or we're going to get um, another continuation of this match, which has already been, I think, for three or four weeks already. You made this to me again. Rhea Ripley's back on. Yes, yes oh, she's back on. <laughs> yes. You can silence your, your, your side if you have to. <laughs> Why are we having a podcast again? <laughs> this is Rhea Ripley's show. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm we'll, sorry, we'll, we'll still lose him. Oh, um, this was interesting. I don't know if you guys heard it. I, I just found out about this. Um, SmackDown, doing their dark matches, they had a match with Gabriel Stevenson, and he defeated Cedric Alexander. I didn't hear how it went. I just thought it was interesting that he was, actually had a wrestling match. But... um. First, I'm hearing of this. Yeah, I, I heard it. Um, matter of fact, I heard it yesterday, and I had to write it down to make sure we talked about it. Because I, uh, I, I was... he's gonna be he's gonna be in the Royal Rumble. He's getting warmed up. Oh, that's a good name because I have a list of girls, a lot, a lot of females who are, could be a surprise for the guys. I don't. I'm not look. I'm not looking forward, 
and I don't have, I can't think of a lot of people, but that that's a good name, I guess, to add. Um, a quick thing about AEW, which we haven't been talking about a lot, and that says a lot. Um, the big rumors that Samoa Joe's first opponent is is looking like it's going to be Hook. I mean, I, I really don't know what direction they're going with that, but um, yeah. Man, and you know what the uh, crazy thing is? I loved Hook in the beginning. Yes, me too. It's just they didn't know how to book him, and it's just, oh, man. Now it's more like you're feeding him to the wolves with Samoa Joe. You know, and Samoa Joe is like double his size. Like it, <laughs> it, it, they did him so dirty, Hook. I, 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 hope, I hope Joe does what he's supposed to do. I don't want to see no shocking loss by Top Joe already. Um, what else? Oh, we got um, Riddle. We'll go right back to Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle says that he, since now that he's doing a couple of autograph signings and events, he's getting um, more time to speak to reporters. And he says that in two, 2022, he was going to win the Royal Rumble. But um, Brock Lesnar was against it, and they had to change plans. I don't know how true that was. The funny thing is I heard about this, and I'm glad you brought it up. I was going to bring it up later if you didn't address it. You know... In this era, you're like, come on, there's no way. But it, you had to take one person on the roster that could do this. It would be Brock. As maybe maybe Riddle was stoned out of his fucking mind. I don't know. <laughs> but if there's one person who I would believe, it would in this it'd be Brett Lesnar doing that. Yeah. And then, you know, I want to fucking win this tight. I want to win this. I don't want the other booking. We're gonna do this my way. All right. Well. All right, Shane fans probably can't put Brock in. That's why everybody hated Shane for that Rumble booking. Because <laughs> let me tell you, I was at that Rumble. It was one of the worst Rumbles I've ever been to. Yeah, that's the one um, Shane was in charge, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, okay. Brock threatened Shane, Shane, oh, Brock wins. But yeah. I get to be in the final four. Gotcha. Like, okay, I don't give a fuck. I just want to win. Okay. You know? <laughs> um, Bad Bunny is um, rumored to be attending the Royal Rumble, but no, it hasn't been said if he's going to perform outside singing a song. Or perform in the ring and be one of the entries. So I guess that's another. Be an that's another list. I guess you can add. You can add Bunny and Stevenson. We'll talk about that later. Let me just write that down. All right. Um, this was a very cool, interesting thing, and I just feel sorry for the wrestlers in the future. Um, Cody Rhodes was at a house show. I'm sure you guys saw this or heard about it. And a fan had a sign asking Cody Rhodes to be his best man, and Cody Rhodes has agreed. I thought it was pretty funny that Cody Rhodes asked if there was any way the wedding could be on a weekday. But it seems like the wedding's on a Saturday in March. And Cody Rhodes agreed to do it. And I'm sure we're going to see it on WWE website or, or Raw or something. Highlights of this. But now it just gives a lot of fans now coming up with some crazy signs, asking wrestlers to do something. And wrestlers... Rhea, marry me. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> anyway. Always go down to Rhea Ripley. Yeah. So, yeah. So... <laughs> It's just another thing of how cool and amazing Cody Rhodes is. But, um, yeah, it just sets up, makes a lot of hard situations for other future uh, wrestlers. I guess they won't be reading those signs. Because even Cody Rhodes, said, he, he said he um, he wished he didn't read the sign. Because I guess he just can't say no. But anyway, yeah. That's why I love Cody. Cody's awesome in that <laughs> way. What do you guys think about uh, Swerve Strickland? I think he's great. I I don't know if I would say he's doing like his full potential in AEW. I think he's finding a groove, definitely there. Um, but kind of like a Drew McIntyre outside WWE, kind of finding his you know his rhythm that works for him. And I can see him coming back to WWE. Okay, Mark? at some point later on. Mark, he should help Ashanti the Adonis find his way after what how depressed he looked on SmackDown. <laughs> Okay. So, no. Okay, I, I couldn't keep a straight face with that one. No, no. So, um, okay, go, go. I didn't know you had more. <laughs> no, there's more. There's actually there's an actual real thought here, and not just I just wanted to, because no one's going to talk about the Shantae Adonis and SmackDown. So I gave you the opportunity to. <laughs> um, but you know the Swerve and Nana pairing is actually great. Yes, I like it quite. And Nana, Nana is finally getting. I remember him in Ring of Honor and stuff. He, he you know, good, and he, he just you know never got mainstream. Do you know he's been? In, I think. I'm sorry. Mark, do, you, do you know that he's been in the business for 20 years? 
I could imagine. Yeah, I, I just heard about that over this weekend doing an interview, and I was like, what? Yeah. But anyway, go. I'm sorry. Yeah, you wouldn't think it. But, yeah, I mean, I lost my train of thought now. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Guys. Why? Because Dominic is on TV? Oh, no, no. Like, <laughs> like, like, um, so. You talk about Swerve. And... Hey, yo, I hate that. Oh, yeah, thank you. So, Swerve, that's Swerve. Swerve, I, I think, becomes the next AEW champion. Okay, good. Uh, I'm glad right. you said that. But the reason it's going to happen, because Tony doesn't want to lose Swerve. I think Swerve's contract's probably coming up soon. And I'm pretty confident he doesn't want to lose him. Okay. Give him a title run. Your grass is greener here. You already dropped the ball at you once. Don't go. Yeah, I, I would like to see Swerve come to WWE. And for some reason, I want to see him uh, fight uh, Seth. But the reason I'm, I was asking that is because I think eventually Swerve is leaning towards maybe turning face and not being the bad guy and the whole bloody match and everything. He, he doesn't need that anymore. But then it's been out now. That he's going to star in a slasher horror movie, which I can't see a face doing that. So I don't know when this movie's coming out, but if you're going to be in a slasher horror movie killing people, and we know it's going to be bloody and all of that, there's no way you're going to be the, I guess, the face of a company. So I don't, I, I don't, I don't know what direction that that leads anybody I mean, going. Did it? What happened? Kane did it. Yeah, but Kane was like the face. Like, if he wins the heavyweight title from from Joe, he I, he would have to be the bad guy, right? You you're, you're not the the MJF or the Cody Rhodes having the heavyweight title and and making horror movies. Yeah, no. So, so, so let me ask this really quick on a quick side note. So yeah. with AEW losing MJF temporary, mm-hmm. do you think that because who's going to carry the company right now? We're kind of going with that side of it. I don't know, who's man. Gonna, who's? I don't know. I don't know. And last week's episode should have explained that to everyone, and it didn't. And they should have thought about that because you you had World's End on Saturday. Everybody's waiting for Dynamite to see what happens. Your new champion is not on the show. Samoa Joe. Uh, Moxie wasn't on the show. Uh, who else? Um, they were down a lot of guys, but I thought that was one of their best. All the big guys, like, um, they were in um, Japan, that's why. Brian Dennison, you know, they were all in Japan for a tournament there for Wrestle Kingdom. So, so the, the your big stars that should have stood up and challenged um, Samoa Joe or whatever, they weren't there. So I'm assuming we get new answers this Wednesday. You had Hangman and and Swerve end the show, facing off and fighting each other. When I was hoping Swerve would be going towards Samoa Joe, it seems like now he got he's going backwards. So I I, don't, I have no idea what direction AEW is going. I'm hoping to get some answers this Wednesday. But um yeah. Um, Do you think that if it just goes long term, where there's no direction? Uh, this is going to impact AEW in the long because uh, MJF has either a gone because his contract is up and it begins the bidding war of twenty twenty four, or b he is going to come back at some point because he signed, whatever. But it's not going to be for several months. Yeah. Can they survive those several months? Yeah, he's he's he might be as long as Charlotte, like almost nine months to a year. Is that what the expectation is for the injury now? Well, the injury right now is it's crazy right now. How, how much story you want to hear? The last story I heard was that, uh, and this is supposed to be from like a good source in the corner of MJF, that he's not rushing for surgery, that he wants to rest and see how he feels after he a long time of resting with no a- activities on the shoulder. And then I guess they could do an MRI and see where it goes from there. So they're not even rushing to hurry up and get surgery and let's, let's go through therapy. So, so th- th- this could take up to, up to, up to a year. So, yeah, and the direction of um AEW, until someone sees um Tony Khan panicking about money, and I don't think he's going to anytime soon, you're gonna keep getting good wrestling matches, and I know you guys don't. I'm not too happy about that. It's just the stories. You, <laughs> you don't have the 
the star power. Like, oh my God, this guy's going to be there? I got to see the show now. You don't have that. You don't have great stories there at all. When you're supposed to build a story to go this direction, you went backwards. Like right now, for example, Swerve. Perfect time for him to move forward. And for World's End, they had him fight Keith Lee. Where the hell did that come from? Keith Lee got injured. And where did they keep low? And Keith Lee... Keith Lee was like a year back in the story. Yeah. Even though they were like nine months too late in actually doing the match. And then the best part was, well, Keith Lee is unable to wrestle. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. And so then we finished that story or whatever. And and he said in in the press conference that he wants to be um, fight for the title. And then we end Dynamite with him fighting Hangman. And 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 to make that even more funnier or weirder, be, right before that, Hangman walks into the arena and says that he is looking for Adam Cole. He is looking for Joe because Joe had the devils attack him. And he's ready to beat up anybody. But then he goes after Swerve. So he doesn't go after any of the devils. He doesn't go after Joe. And he goes straight after Swerve. Which, I guess that's the Swerve. Because we just oh, all got fooled. So here's another question. They <laughs> didn't. I feel, I feel like with what's his name, uh, Warlow. Yeah. That they took yeah, another big giant step backwards with that guy. He he he's like almost in the same situation he was with MJF. Because Adam Cole says Warlow's gonna fight for the title, and when he wins it, he's gonna give it to Adam Cole. So right there, so I guess that's your little story right there. That he, Makes zero sense. He's, okay. he, he's not going to give it to Cole, and he, that's the, the breakup of the, f- the faction there. But, um, yay. Okay. Yeah, I'm not really feeling that. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess they all going to get titles and, and, and make the story, make them look more powerful, and Wolo is the only one without a title until he fights Joe. But um, And let me ask you, uh, <laughs> your opinion, last thing, and then we can move on. Go, go. The, you, the, the use of the Undisputed like the, I feel like AEW needs to kind of start making their own names. Like it shouldn't be undisputed kingdom. Like it's, you're, you're you're using WWE's name well, to make it's, a it's name. It's Cole. It's Cole using his old group's name. So I mean, I yeah, I think I that's mean, okay. Oh. I think if AEW just did it like on its own for a whole new, Adam Cole wasn't part of it. But since he's part of it, I'm thinking okay, they put two names together. People liked it. It, it got a little pop. It probably got the only pop in the show that I, I think I noticed. When the when the undisputed sign came on, so hey, let's let's give them a little something, Raymond. Can't take everything All from right. them. <laughs> All right, <laughs> moving on. Ray, Raymond's one of those people that he just wants to see AEW close up the doors and like that's No, it. I don't <laughs> want to see them close. I'm just like for me, like this is where my problem is with AEW. Is there? I find that that there. That, I don't know the entertainment aspect of it, or you know, there's something that's not keeping my attention. And, oh. that, and I find that to be the issue with AEW. Oh, okay, so I don't want to see them close. I know, I know this might be a bad example, but do you enjoy amateur wrestling? Amateur, I, I can watch it once in a while. It's not something I watch. Like, okay, so know, then, fun. then that, that's why I would say what AEW is. AEW, you're gonna get some really good wrestling, and that's it. You're not gonna you're not gonna get entertainment. I, I'll say that as an AEW fan, you're gonna see some really good wrestling matches, maybe match of the year, but you're not going to see. The entertainment, I guess the entertainment comes from the stories. But see, with me, right, like, and this is going back a, a while back, a, uh, ECW, right? I used, I loved the ECW. You love the it violence. Wasn't, uh, it wasn't the violence per se. The violence did catch me, like, oh my God, the violence. So I, I give a credit to the, the violence a little bit. But when I watched it, a, uh, sorry, ECW, ECW, as low budget as that was, in a, in a you know, little bingo hall, I found more entertainment in that than I watched with AEW. And AEW is supposed to be like a next level production. Um, there, don't get me wrong. There's matches and there's times where I'm like, I do watch AEW. I've gone live and the shows are great. I watch some some of the pay-per-views. Some of the matches are great. But I, it's just like with them doing a, a weekly show, I just sometimes they don't hold my attention. I think it's been a good three or four months that I haven't really watched study yeah. uh, with AEW. When I watch AEW, like I said, it's great wrestling matches. The story, there's no stories. And if they have a story, it's a silly story with no good, um, nothing worth to watch. But for example, right now, live on Raw right now is The Miz and JD. I take any match from Dynamite or Collision over this. But since R-Truth is outside, there's your entertainment. 
Now, now this match is interesting for me. AEW doesn't have that. This is to me. I'm more looking forward to this match than I'm looking forward to 95 percent of AEW's matches. Yeah, see now, I, I'm seeing this match right now, and I'm like, whatever. Like, I, I'm I'm more entertained <laughs> with AEW matches, but that AEW doesn't have our truth outside. I'm more interested in what our truth is going to do with this match and screw Judgment Day over. So there's your entertainment and why entertainment is way better than wrestling. Well, I hope, I'm, honestly speaking, for the hope for the business itself, I do hope AEW comes around because I think they're in a WWE status of 1998, 1999, where things, well, maybe 97 more, where things were kind of like shaky for them and they were able to come back and kind of make themselves better. I hope AEW does that. I hope that maybe they hire people that can actually maybe do the job Tony Khan is not able to do. I think if they can do that, or allow some of these people to actually write these stories or kind of write stuff out a little bit more, it'll be a lot better. I, I would say AEW's not going nowhere. And the only time to be worried or concerned if you're a diehard AEW fan is if Jericho or Moxley leaves. If one of them leaves, especially comes back to WWE, then you, uh, then you know hell has frozen over and AEW is blowing up from the inside. But these two, so, so that's... Yeah. So let's take because with Chris Jericho, great segue to his, uh, I guess, complication. If AEW is forced, not, like, kind of like what they did with CM Punk, and they're forced to remove him because of allegations, how much would that hurt the company? Mark, you want to jump on this one? Sure. Um, you know, obviously Jericho is not in his prime anymore. We're, 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 let, 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 let's call spade a spade here. But Jericho is a name. Jericho is a, is a guy that you want to watch for, no matter if he's over the hill or not. Losing Jericho is big. Like, that's, to me, one less thing AEW I, I, to me care about at that point. Now, obviously, if Jericho is guilty for doing some really bad shit, then, you know, then, then let the dominoes fall. But we're in a world, remember, for many, many years, the way it's always been since being a time, it's innocent until proven guilty. Right. In the world we're in now today, and we've seen on many occasions, it's guilty until proven innocent, and it's ruined careers. Look at Trevor Bauer, the base pitcher for the pitcher of the Dodgers, the Indians, all these teams. And a female accuser. Well, stick basically, with, stick with wrestling. It happened to Enzo. Right. Well, I was gonna. I was going to, to well, get there because you, you went to baseball, but, and all we do is talk about wrestling. So I understand, but we also <laughs> this isn't. We all just talk about hundred percent wrestling. I doesn't care. I talk about wrestling, but I would like to include other examples, since a lot of people are probably like, oh, Enzo. No one gives a shit about Enzo. I'm trying to give other examples. But it, but it happened to him. Though. That's, what, that's what I'm trying to say. He, all right, fine. I'll go with Enzo. Well, y'all remember <laughs> Enzo Amore, right? You know, you, know, you can't eat that. You know, that guy. Yes, it happened. <laughs> and, you know, it sucks. We're in a world of guilty and we're innocent. So my hope is that the only way if Jericho does it's because if he's actually proven guilty. Otherwise, there really should be no reason to act on this. Harry Ray's always been a, a shitster, a trouble troublemaker. Leaving for this, leaving for that. Oh my God, I'm sad. Listen, I deal with depression, I deal with anxiety too. I'm not making fun of, of, of it. It's just the fact that this seems like the, the boy who cried wolf. So this is the girl who cried wolf. Right. So let me ask, because uh, I think, uh, let me know if it's true or not, because again, I didn't really watch the pay-per-view because uh, I wasn't able to watch it. But there was like little things I was watching online, like Darby Allen was calling like in real life, but on the stage calling out to Chris Jericho he was an asshole or something like that or called him out of his name um, because of the allegations and there was like one part where you see uh, Darby and he was yelling at Jericho and then the other people were kind of already like you just said Mark um, saying he's guilty before we, you know they can actually say or, or investigate I don't, I don't I don't I didn't hear that story and I don't I don't think Darby would say anything because there was allegations of Darby beating up his girlfriend wife or whatever at that time so I don't, I don't think okay. I don't think Darby Adam would be anybody to be pointing fingers. Um, but keeping this back to the wrestling stuff, Mark, do you if if you think Jericho leaves for any reason, you think it's a big um, a big um strike or it hurts AEW a lot? Yes. Okay. I I, I don't. So that, like I said, I watch AEW. I just I feel like 
he's not to say he's useless. He's he's good to sing his song. Um, he's good for no, some I, I promos. Word but, answer. What was that? I'm sorry. I should reword it. So for the people like myself, the people, the casuals, the people that, you know, the audience that's not their hardcore audience that affects the hardcore audience doesn't care. Okay. The hardcore audience, as long as you get El Hijo del Vikingo versus, <laughs> you know, fucking uh, Commander, and, and they do 3,000 flips and twirls, and they spend 30 minutes basically doing all these moves, and they act like they haven't got hit once. Um, as long as they're doing that, these people are going to be happy. Yeah. So I, you, give them, you give them what they want, right? Yeah. That, that, so losing Jericho doesn't affect that. It actually affects, you know, the... the, the I don't. I don't know what the, the fan, the other fan. I guess the casual fan base. It's not you know the hardcore. No, no, fan I, get, base. I get. I get what you say. I just, I just, want, I just want to be more specific because, like I said, I, I haven't been interested in anything Jericho has done maybe in the last six months in AEW. So I, I, I don't think it's a. It would be a big hurt in my opinion. That's it. But when, when I said it before, it was if Jericho was to leave to WWE because AEW is doing so bad, then that's when people should be worried about because. Jericho and Moxley have talked to anybody that has ears of how they would never in go to WWE, something like CM Punk did. And, and even now, knowing that Triple H is in charge, they still say they would never go there. They, they would rather retire. Jericho has made fun of the Hall of Fame. He doesn't care about going there and everything. So if we see Jericho showing up to WWE and getting inducted to the Hall of Fame, then we know that... Um, He's a hypocrite. He's a hypocrite, and AEW is basically a sinking ship, and is slowly dying from the inside. Everyone eats their words eventually, yeah. and they so, can never say never. Look at CM Punk. Yeah, so, but um, yeah, but for me, if those one of those guys or both of them were to do that, then we'd be like, okay, AEW is in big trouble because of that, because they seem like they they're bleeding AEW right now. So, all right, um, Andrade. Um, he had a couple of independent shows, and he has been taken off. So everybody's saying those are signs of he would be in WWE very soon. Maybe at the Rumble, or maybe on a SmackDown before that. Uh, I'll be happy for that. Um, when, is this, when is his contract up again, officially? Oh, his contract is up already. Is it up already? I thought it was like... Oh, yeah, it's up. He, he, he's already made his post of goodbye and thank you. Um, he did a couple of shows in, in uh, Mexico that he wanted to do, and he has a couple of independent shows coming up in the ending of, or I would say mid-January and all that, and um, I know uh, Lido Rush has taken up his, his uh, spot, and other sh- ones they just canceled. So maybe maybe he wants to spend time with Charlotte, or maybe he's going to be at um, WWE very soon. Last episode, or maybe two episodes ago, we um, predicted Hall of Fame. Um, how about surprise entries for the Royal Rumble? For the let's let's start with the women's. If you have anybody, uh, hmm. what's the name? The 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 one that oh, she wrestled in. Like that's a good pick, like. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> okay. But so, what's her name? Um, I, I was. Uh, it was. She's a daughter of some. You know that she got in trouble for being racist and stuff like that. Can't think of her name. Oh. Tessa Blanchard. Oh yeah. Yeah, her. You I think, think so? You know, she's been gone. You never know. Like only because no one really talks about her. It, she'll come out. I think it'll be like a fly in the wall. I think she would need like, some. She would need some hype. with that reaction too. I think she would need some hype. Like, she would need like some promos every week. Like, oh look who's coming, and then like show her backstory. I don't think she could just show up at the Royal Rumble and be like, oh my god, you know who that is? No, we don't, Cole. Well, <laughs> I definitely would say Jade. Jade's gonna be in it. Jade, okay. Um, I think I think she definitely will be in it. Um, I'm trying trying to think of like an old person, not an old person, but like it's someone that we haven't seen in a while. That would be in there. Maybe a Kelly Kelly. Yeah. Uh, no. I I like Michelle McCool last year. I think she still got it. I I think if Undertaker was somehow still wrestling or working backstage, she'll be wrestling too. So I, I'm going to pay a pause to this really quick. I was just watching the TV as we're talking. 
I know when CM Punk came back, he had like the highest viewings on social media. I think Rock had to top him because Rock came back and now that broke the records. Now it's 170 million for The Rock and his viewings. Yeah, I think that's fake. Uh, I mean, his return. I was like, good lord. Anyway, <laughs> but back to this. Um, I would like to see Awesome Kong. I mean, that oh, me wow. personally. Yeah, okay. I, I would like to see Awesome Kong. Okay. Mark, you got anybody? Yeah, are you asking who I think is going to win or who I think is going to surprise? No, no, we'll, we'll, we'll save the winning for, for uh, in a couple of minutes. S- surprise entries, like, oh, oh, oh my God I'm moments, gonna, I guess. Do I understand Naomi's contract expires with Impact before the Rumble? Yeah. I think we're going to see her. I think we get AJ Lee. I really do. I, I think hope she makes so. a I hope so. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking, Um, I know she's still on the contract, but it's, it's happened before. Mickey James, since um her husband's here. with the company, 100%. Yeah. Because they, they always need more women than, than, than like, women surprises than men surprises in the Rumble. That's just the way it's, it's been. Because, obviously, the roster's not as deep. But we mean, though, NXT has some, whatever. Um, but, uh, you know, for for the women, uh, Liv Morgan, I believe, makes a return. Not only I've returns, heard, but I, I, I've, I've, I've heard she's ready to go. So, I think we'll see yeah. her. Uh, Liv Morgan, um, I, we said her name before, Camille. I, I would like to see her. And, and... How about, I'm sorry to say, Mark, but the biggest female free agent besides AJ Lee is um, Sasha Banks. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> just, just move on to the next topic. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's go to men's. For the men's already, it, it seems like it's being picked up from everybody. And this weekend, he was spotted at the Performance Center, um, X-Pac. So he's, he's supposed to be a surprise entry for the, the Royal Rumble. I guess we could count on Andrade. Somehow, Bad Bunny would be there. I don't know if he's in the Royal Rumble. Like I said, performing a song. But um, anybody else? Mm, well, never mind. <laughs> I was going to say Mommy, because from the list I, we saw online, that, which that, could be a fake that, list. That was there. That, there was a list that was leaked out. I don't know how real it is, but Mommy's name is in the list for the Men's Royal Rumble. And it has her coming out, I think, right after... Um, Oh my god! Um, Dirty Dom. So I, I, if that's true, I guess I can see him in trouble, and she comes out to save him. But uh, maybe she could throw. Or she takes out. I, I can see like our troop comes out, and then she beats up our troop, and then takes his spot. That too. But like I can say I can see her throwing out X Pac. Ty Dillinger. We talked about who's a free agent. Would, would be nice to see him just come out in the ten spot. Uh, we said Gabriel Stevenson somehow had a, a dark match. And I think for the men's biggest free agent right now, besides if you want to consider Goldberg, um, it's Matt Cardona. I mean, is it time for him to come back, come back home? Is he worth coming back home too? You know what I mean? Like, is he worth it to the company? That's my question. Um, I I think he I think he showed it that he he besides coming up with his own company, like like Cody Rhodes created with his friends. I think he he did a great job of creating himself and making himself known and and, and kept his name okay. in, in the business. I think so. I just don't think the story. I've heard this in a different podcast. I just think the main story is an AEW for him. It, it it will be the great. I think the big story right now would be him fighting Edge, since he was an Edge head and all of that. But um, I would love to see him. But his wife. Yeah, his wife is in. Yeah, I, I, I can see him coming back. Yeah, he, he, I thought he was coming back last year, and he did it. But um, maybe this year will be the year. I just don't. I can't think of a good story for him right now in um, WWE, especially if he's just going to join the Royal Rumble and get thrown out a couple of entries later. But um, yeah, Naomi and Liv Morgan are big um choices to show up there. Um, what would happen if MJF shows up? Everybody Thanks. would shit, shit their pants, and I will call you, and you will call me, and we'll call Mark, and we'll jump on the podcast. Well, Mark, Mark's not going to be answers. Mark's going to be at the Rumble and watching this go down and just losing his shit. And we're gonna we're gonna jump we're gonna jump on the podcast at midnight and do a special <laughs> shitty <laughs> a shitty thing, and yeah. I um, point, I think Jinder Mahal's getting a push. I think he's getting a push. Push out the door or oh. First, it was The Rock, now it's Seth Rollins this week. Who is it, CM Punk next week? He's getting a push somewhere. I don't know where, though. 
<laughs> the last push he got, they sent him to NXT. So, I got a name for you for the Royal Rumble, the Great Khali. Oh wow, I'm excited, Ravi. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's go. Anyway, go ahead. Um, we, we're getting to I had a mania thing. We'll we'll cross that out and talk about that next time. Um, so just because we're talking about Rumble, who's your woman's winner? Mm. I'm gonna go with Nia Jax. That's because she's kind of pushing a story of Rhea Ripley. So and, Nia Jax, at least to, at this moment. And to and beat, once and, I get a clearer picture of who's in it, and, and to beat Rhea, my okay. Not to be uh, never. <laughs> Mark, matter of fact, you know what? I'm gonna change my answer. Mommy's gonna join, and she's gonna be the first woman to ever be a champion and win the Royal Rumble, so she can take the other title away. Yeah, there whatever, you go. Whatever, Mark. Oh my God. Um. <laughs> Well, I would have to go. I'm going with Liv Morgan. I think Liv Morgan wins it on the return. Okay. I, I'm going with Becky. So I'm going to write this down. Raymond got Nia. Liv is right on Mark. And I got Becky. And the only reason why I don't pick Be- Becky, I was thinking was going to be was going to be the one. But the only reason why they're dead set on this Nia stuff. Yeah. But you know what? I think we're all wrong. I think I think Bailey wins, and she deals with her title in SmackDown, and we get for WrestleMania a triple threat with Nia, Becky, and Rhea. You don't think she's gonna fight Io? I think Bailey. Fight, I, I think Bailey fights Io. I think she wins the Royal Rumble, and she has to make that big decision. And last minute, she she fights on um, Io, and that leads Becky, Nia, and, and Rhea to have a triple threat. And that's a, I like it. And that's also <laughs> that's also a great way to take the title away from mommy. <laughs> Never. <laughs> take him out. <laughs> okay. Um, men's. Rhea Ripley. Jesus. Can we just ban Raven from the podcast? <laughs> like, are we allowed to do that? Like, I. I... Well, I think when, we? when it has conversations that Rio shouldn't be the answer, we just like press mute. Like, well, anyway, we don't know about to happen right now. Um, so, you know, this has been on my mind for a bit. You know, the men's rumble, to me, there's only two selections. Right. Seth Rollins or CM Punk. I, I, Seth, oh my God, why is Seth Rollins? CM Punk or CM, Cody Rhodes. I see Seth Rollins on my yeah. screen right now. So, I, I, you, you said it wrong, but I heard it right. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's, it's one of those two. You're getting one of them. It's just not knowing what The Rock's going to do is, is what's going to make me wonder. I think if Cody's not set to finish his story, you're getting you're, you're getting Punk. because I think, But I think Punk Rollins is going to happen anyway, so you don't need him to win the Rumble. But hmm. Punk winning the Rumble makes sense for him coming back and doing the things that he wasn't able to do the first time around. God, it's so it's so tough. Yeah, and then I, you, Cody can win ha- the Rumble and Randy Orton somehow. The champion faces Randy. I, I, you know, but the rumble is Brock interrupts at the rumble or gets the win. I don't know. It's tough. If, if, if you had gun to my head, like you make a decision or you, we blow your brains out. I'm taking punk. Yeah. I, I think, I think punk has to win just so he could challenge Seth and get that WrestleMania spot. Cause if he doesn't win the rumble, then he has to chase um, Seth for like two months and get on, under his nerves and like pick me to be the contender. And I think that's the story the rock is going to have to do right now. So, so let me ask this question. With The Rock and Roman, is there any way that you would see a triple threat where no. Cody, Rock, and Roman? No. No? Okay. I think, I think, I think the biggest match in history right now is, is Rock versus Roman. And you definitely need that one-on-one. Really? It's just, what, are we getting it at Chamber or are we getting it at Mania? That's the question I we're don't, asking I right don't now. Think it's you one or the other. Are getting it one spot or the other? I don't think you could do it at <laughs> Chamber. You really want the what I just said, the, the greatest match of history in history of WWE to happen at seven o'clock in the morning? A, it's, it's not the greatest match in history. Hogan Andre is the greatest match in history. B, it's the best match in history in this era. In this era, and and it's going to be promoted. They're not going to say this era when they start promoting this match in the next thirty days. Right. It'll be the biggest match. In history. Yes, of course yes. They, they can go that way. <laughs> um, you know, but but thing is, remember WWE. We're going into a era in which every pay-per-view or a PLE, premium live event, is a spectacle. 
WWE's popularity is arguably the, be- the, mo- the best it's been in maybe two decades since the Attitude Era in terms of mainstream popularity. They're selling out show after show overseas, 50,000, 60,000, 70,000, no problem, doing Bashing Berlin. They're doing brands for, for, um, for, for a show. They're doing money in the bank in Canada. They're doing so much shit right now. What? Because people like, we got to make these shows like must attend. The Rock main eventing in Australia is right up there. Remember, one of the best matches ever was Brett and Davy Boy SummerSlam. It wasn't WrestleMania. Now, great, I'm not putting on the same par as Rock Roman. I'm just giving you an example of what the main event was. Um, the remember, Australia is close to Samoa, all that good stuff. Yeah. Right. No, I'm dead. No, no, I'm I, know. With you. I know. I and know. I think it, it, you, you're doing it that way if you want to solve your Cody problem. But if you're not worried, if you're going to have Cody and Orton face each other at WrestleMania, then obviously Rock Roman has the main event night two WrestleMania. I, I I say the Rock is promoted to be at uh, Austria, Australia, and um, he's promoted there somehow or whatever. But um, as, as you saw in SmackDown and everything, it just seems like Roman is not going to pay any attention to to the Rock. So the Rock is going to have to do something to piss Roman off. Does he cost him the title? That is one match. I don't I don't think you need a title for it. I've heard different stories of why they Roman needs to have that title. Especially if he's going to break the records, but um, yeah. So let me ask you this: for WWE, what is the, I guess, more major goal? Do they try to rake in millions of dollars, even with Rock versus Roman for a title, or do they try to take away the history and take the belt away from Roman to give it to someone else, so that way they can do that without a. Because you know that Rock is only there for like one or two matches, maybe yeah, for yeah. a few promos and a match. Definitely having the belt on him and title for you know for the belt, everyone knows the outcome. Everyone's gonna be like, "Yeah, that's what I Roman thought too." For, there's no way Rock is winning the title. Now you take the title away, you're like, "Oh, the Rock will win now." The the Rock will win and be known as the head of the table, and just he can still disappear, but he's the real head of the table, and he's making the money in Hollywood and, and supporting the family. But if you put the title on the line, there's no way The Rock's going to win it. Unless The Rock wins it and loses it within a week. Because we know we're not keeping The Rock that long. But, um, yeah, i just say The Rock shows up in Australia, Australia for Elimination Chamber. And it's promoted. And you make it a big thing to make everybody watch it and sell extra tickets. But it definitely happens at Mania. Um, does it have to be the main event? Maybe. I, there's like I said, the way we started this episode, there's many questions, many rumors, many theories of what could happen with this whole rock situation showing up at Mania. Um, I'll, I'll let you guys add a little more tidbits in it. We're going almost over an hour, and then definitely we could just talk about Mania in our next episode. I mean, yelled that for going over an hour. <laughs> so. Any more rock theories, or are we good? I yeah, I don't think. I mean, honestly, at this point, is we don't know as much as we think we know. We don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm trying uh, to say. If w- we could, we this could be definitely a whole thirty minute special of different theories of what's going to happen with Cody, Rock, Orton, Roman, Punk. Like th- this could go in so many places. And that's, I think it's going to be very interesting to watch wrestling. Roy Rumble's in two weeks. I'm super excited. I can't wait. But, um, yeah, like I said, the, our next episode, we can spend more time on it. Ho- hopefully nothing really big happens from now to our next episode that we can put more time into w- what our theories are for the, um, this rock situation. But I'm glad he showed up and made wrestling a little crazy right now. I mean, wrestling was already good. It's like a roller coaster going up. And The Rock just, I don't know what he did to the roller coaster ride. But it's it's definitely still going up, and it's about to make some crazy turns right now. Well, I'm definitely excited for Royal Rumble. I'm hoping to be able to attend. I am waiting for last minute to kind of make that decision. But yeah, I mean, what's good right now with the wrestling business is pretty unpredictable currently. So that's what makes good TV. So I'm looking forward to it. Gotcha, Mark. Anything? 
I, I, I got no more rock theories for now. <laughs> Good. Okay. I like that answer. Um, any shout outs? Jamie, you want to say the world? <laughs> so please check out Give Kids the World on Facebook and please check out Mania Club. Both are out to help the community, so please check them out. More? I do not have a shout. <laughs> okay. I, 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 I'll stick with Mark. We don't have shout outs. We just want to thank everybody for listening and supporting us. Um, have a good morning. Have a good afternoon. Have a good night. Take care. See you guys. We won't see you, but we'll talk to you guys next time. Goodbye.